Cheese Radio podcast, your place for horological hot takes, taboo topics, and often unpopular watch opinions. My name is Schmidt, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy. You guys know him. You love him. Mr. Bro Dinky. Bro, what's up? Uh, not too much, bud. Just uh, really getting sunk into the new job this week. You know, I, I, I haven't posted much. I know I was I was really kind of trying to focus and uh, there's just a lot, a lot of different things. I got to get down a lot of systems and stuff. So sure. I took uh, a little hiatus, but I'm good. I got I got some good stuff in the chamber ready to go for this week. So pretty hyped about that. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody who DM'd and, and hit us up this week. Uh, you know, we kind of knew that was coming. To an extent, but um, <laughs> no, we had some really good conversations, as expected. You know, based on our last Absolutely. episode, kind of it, it's surprising and not to um, kind of see that a lot of people are sort of in the same place as us mentally, at least as to where we are sort of in the hobby. And I think tonight's episode is gonna gonna play into that a little bit, which is also kind of cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm yeah, me for too. It. Me too. How are things with you, bud? Good man. Uh, just coming back off another week of travel. Um, you know, packing up, changing out the suitcase, hitting the road back again on Monday, back out in the field. So, uh, you know, enjoying the small little bit of weekend that I can get. Again, doing some more honeydew list work and some outdoor stuff. So, um, it's good to be outside, soaking up some sun rays, getting a little suntan, and Warm doing weather's God's here, work. Finally, <laughs> yes. I'm also yes. hyped that I don't I don't have to fear nice days anymore because my my uh. My crowd isn't so weather dependent, so I can actually enjoy the weather now and not like live in fear of it. <laughs> curse every time. <laughs> every time a day goes over 80, I have to curse. But uh yeah. yeah. But no, I'm all good now. Everything's really great. So um I guess we'll uh, I'm just gonna try to move this along because we have some guests with us and it's it's gonna be probably a, a pretty lengthy one. So um let's do some new stuff real quick. I got three three quickies. Um <laughs> Let's start with Autodromo because we uh, we support both the bros and the hoes on this on this podcast. And this is uh, <laughs> this is uh, a collaboration with Hodinky Autodromo Group B Rally Sport Chronograph. Uh, pretty cool. I actually really like the design, yeah. probably because it, I, I get a little bit of a Jujaro vibe from it. That's exactly what Thank I was you. thinking. Yes. yes, I was I was thinking exactly the <laughs> well, same. Well, the one thing. the one with the black and the orange kind of yeah. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. sings Jujaro for me, which you know a big Seiko head, so makes sense. Uh, Forty millimeter chronograph. Uh, 20 mils between the lugs, 13.4 thick, not too bad at all. It's got a Salita SW510 in it. Okay. Uh, it's a manual wine chrono. Uh, obviously, it's got sort of the, the motif that comes with Autodromo where uh, the watch is reminiscent of the dashboard. And um, yeah, like I said, it kind of reminds me of the Jujaro. So I really like the look of it. And I mean, it comes in at 1450. It's not cheap. It's not crazy no. expensive. No. But I mean, it is a you know you're getting a chronograph. You're actually getting some complications and stuff. And Autodromo usually with their stuff comes in around a thousand. So I guess it's not crazy. No, and and you think about it, you know, as far as I remember, this is their first mechanical chronograph. I think I think everything else has been a mecha core to some type right. of hybrid movement. So for this to be a full manual wind, I mean, in the styles and the colors, again, it's all based on the groupie design of cars from the '80s, the rally cars, the outdoor cars. I think this is fantastic. A buddy of mine who owns the the OG Autodromo with the the turquoise dial. Yeah, but um, he sent it to me right away. I was traveling and I got the ping. He's like, "Uh oh, I think I'm in trouble." <laughs> but, <laughs> well, hey, if you're gonna buy it, buy it now before it's gone and four times the price on yeah. eBay. So, uh, no, I think it's a I think it's a hitter. I think it's a really good looking watch. And and if you're into that kind of '80s 
rally car era of design and, and car enthusiasm enthusiasm then then get it it's solid yeah and i think they nailed the colors the colors are great like i, I really like the, the obviously the one i talked about the black and orange is great but they have a like a green on like a matte like a yeah muted green that's really good and then some other more funky ones for like those those like really like uh brightly colored accented rally cars so really neat overall yeah i like it yeah, I good will hit. give him that. Good hit. Yeah, good hit there. Um, let's go over to IWC. While everybody was wetting themselves over the ingenue, um, they sneakily, <laughs> sneakily dropped two ceramic case chronographs in 41 millimeter. Yeah. Now, before the ceramics were, you know, the Lake Tahoe, right? The the white one, the green one, they mm-hmm. were 40, almost 45 millimeters. These ones are yeah. 41. So you're yeah. getting a much friendlier package. I'm going to assume it's probably pretty nice and light. And these are actually really cool. They come in a color that's called Oceana. Uh, it's uh, it's navy blue. Yeah, yeah, it's navy blue. For <laughs> and sure. then the other one is jet black, which is actually really cool. It's like a really, it's like obsidian. It's, it's yeah, pretty. I badass. mean, look, IWC has been doing ceramic for a while. Um, it's nice to see that they're finally scaling their blue ceramic case, which I think only came out in the Mark series, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, finally scaled up to to a pilot. Um, right. especially, you know, with all their new tax and, and specs. And, and I think it's a good, it's a good looking watch. So, um, IWC people love the design. It's a very, you know, military inspired design. I think it's, it looks great here in the blue. And again, if you're active duty military, like this is a cool watch you can actually wear with your uniform and everything like that. It's not going to be clashing in color. So I think that's pretty cool as well. So, um, I like them. I like them both. Yeah. I like that. They kept the pushers titanium. Little contrast, yeah, little contrast there. Yeah. Looks really nice. And then interestingly enough, I guess because pigments are harder to make and blue ceramic is less common, you're looking at 11.7 for the blue, 87.50 for the black. That's yeah. a stark contrast, man. Yeah, it's uh as far as I understand, when you do make a blue ceramic, you have to introduce some type of blue element in the ceramic manufacturing. To color it blue. The easiest types of ceramic that you'll find are white and black. Those are the easiest ones to get. Everything else in color pigment is much more difficult to obtain because one of the challenges, as a side note here, but one of the challenges of of ceramic manufacturing is the fact that as you have to center it to bake the material, sometimes the initial color can darken or lighten based on the heat exposure. Interesting. And it can and it can change off of what your what the target color is supposed to be. So it's a little bit more finicky. It's a little bit more invasive. So that's why it's probably a little bit more uh, cost uh, costly. Yeah, they somehow made nine grand seem like a value proposition. I mean, you know, I mean, but again, if you think about the world of ceramic. <laughs> no, I, mean, I know. That's, I know. That's not that bad. It is for, for a ceramic watch. So um, it's it's right there. You're right. You're right about that. All right. Last one I'm going to hit is this one. I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, I think it's a Tello collab with Straum. Uh, it's a Norwegian brand. And this watch is inspired by a volcano, which is, I'm not going to lie. Okay, the, I didn't know that, but it totally makes sense. And that's na- exactly what I was thinking The name of was. the volcano, and I'm sure it's Jan. It's probably Jan Mayan. But looking at it, it looks like it says John Mayer. And like it makes me really <laughs> laugh because it's it's J A N M A Y E N. Oh god! And I, you know, I was like, I was like, what is this? Like, it's a Swedish John Mayer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. John Mayer, like or Norwegian the, John Mayer. Yeah, I should say exactly. I was so I was like kind of cackling to myself about that, but um, yeah, you know, it kind of looks to me like almost like Sin and Sin and uh, Grand Seiko went at it. 
Okay, right? I could see that. I could see that. Crazy dial work, right? It's got this neat, really textured dial, kind of very bright, vibrant red. And then you get this very tool watch aesthetic, right? With a pretty beefy H link, aggressive steel bezel, right? It, it's got, you know, kind of the best of both worlds there. Um, it's 39 mils by 11.3. So you're getting a pretty solid little package, 100 meter water resistance. I, I believe they're using the um, Le Joux Pere movements. Okay. Which are basically a you know a competitor for ETA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So seventy hour power reserve, and the neat part about these is they're not doing it by quantity; they're doing it by basically there's a week long window to get them. So from April, we 3rd, saw that before. What, what what did we see that before? Um, was it uh, was it Nevada that did that earlier? It might have been. Where they open the window bell. and it was basically like whatever's ordered, that's what they'll make. That's what I think is going on here. So from okay. the 13th of it's April, an interesting way to do it to and, the 20th of April to the 20th okay. of April is your window. And if you, and if you don't get one, then you're not getting one. Um, got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I think that that's a cool way to do these, these drops because so many people miss out because they are like, okay, we're going to make 1500. But if the, if the, the actual quantity that's requested is 6,000, well, the brand lost out on money and the, all the customers are unhappy, right? So I think yeah. that's a great way to I, do I have it. a feeling we're going to be touching on this later, but that is definitely a concern. Uh, ha- I, having been on the other end of things with Strap Habit, um, that's a real thing. You know, you don't really know what your market's going to you know, bring you and you're just like, hope for the best, try to order accordingly. But yeah, um, neat watch. Now looking at the dial, um, Schmidt, I'm going to be perfectly frank with you. Uh, by my snarky sense of humor originally kind of said, uh, like Satan, Satan's scrotum, but, uh, you know, but, uh, realistically probably more like, uh, some kind of like dragon's egg from like game of Thrones or something. Okay. It's, uh, it's, okay. it's a little veiny. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm getting veiny vibes. <laughs> I mean, it is a little bit of that for sure. Um, you know, honestly, what it reminds me of one, I can totally get the volcano. It looks like lava flowing. Which I think is where the inspiration is is, de- hmm. is definitely tied in, but this reminds me a lot of like the uh, the uh, the Glashute original like Senator Sixties dials, mm, like those okay. crackle dials. If you remember, I can I can get with that. Not quite as aggressive, but it's kind of in that same uh, same thing here. So I don't know. I like it. Um, it's it's kind of a design. It's not a hitter for me, but I I can appreciate it. I it's a it's neat cool. watch. I would say it's a it's a it's a neat watch. Jokes aside, I mean you know? the, the dial the dial is really impressive. There's no question about that. So, um, I think it's a good looking piece. I'm I'm sure people will be happy to get one. And again, you know, if you're not, then they'll only make as many as are requested. So there you go. Right, you just don't have that many opportunities to get red as well, right? It, so. Yeah, <laughs> not this not this type of red. No, no, not at all. All right, uh, I'm gonna. Move on here and get our ball rolling here because tonight we have not one but two guests. Uh, we have our friends Cody and Zach from the Anti Watch Watch Club for those keeping score. Um, gentlemen, welcome. Um, I guess I'm going to let you start by introducing yourselves and we can roll from there. So if you want to take it away, cool. Cody. Yeah. So I'm Cody. Uh, I'm one of the founders of the anti-watch watch club uh i'm getting ready to retire from the united states army after 20 years so i will be completely free and clear um 
when I found out about watches, I really went down the rabbit hole from, I just head first. Didn't know much about them except for my sun toes. And now I've got a neck thing. Um, there you so go. Very, very different ends of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, it's uh, truly an honor to be on the show. Thank you for having us. And, and thank you for uh, your Zach, service, by the way. Yeah, likewise. <laughs> thank you for your service, for sure. Thank you, gentlemen. Zach. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Zach. Um, cool to be on here. Uh, Cody's been trying to get me on a, a podcast and get us on a podcast for a while. So, this is it's, it's nice to get out and do something uh, different. And I'm, I'm sitting in my garage. So, that's, you know, how hey. this, this is me getting out. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's cool. I have a similar, similar, uh, at least watch background with Cody. Just kind of started out with nothing crazy. I, I legit had some G Shocks and then. I got a Sunto for my uh, kind of overlanding and backcountry stuff that I do on motorcycles and trucks and mountain biking. And then uh, that kind of pushed me to some micro brands. And then, you know, here we are, you know, a couple years later and we've all, um, you know, we've been through a lot of different grails, so to speak. And and now we're doing this whole watch thing, which is just, it's crazy. It's, it's been a big, uh, it's been a big year for us and just kind of exploded. So don't really know how to start that, that whole story, but um just cool that we kind of all came together out of a mutual interest for something that wasn't really expensive or, or, you know, uh, considered to be a, a main, uh, popular brand, but something small that brought us together. And, and now we're, we're legit, you know, creating and selling merchandise and donating money to, you know, charities and helping out vets and, and LEOs and stuff. So it's, it's been a cool, uh, a cool roller coaster of just, a lot of stuff going on in a very short amount of time. So it, it's, uh, it's cool to talk about. So thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of your sort of mantras and beliefs sort of aligned with ours. I mean, you guys came across my radar because not only have you really sort of taken off just as a group, but also mm -hmm. some of your members have, have thrown me the occasional meme once in a while and had a, had a couple <laughs>, laughs back and forth, which has been fun. Um, I guess let's start with the name. What what's the significance of the of the name Anti Watch Watch Club? Because I think when people hear or see that, they might think it's something that's actually not. Yeah, so that's a, um, it's a, it's a play on. I'm sure all you guys know, like Anti Social Social Club, which yes. was kind of the original, uh, and then it turned into everything. Anti, you know, anti BMW, BMW Club, Anti Car Car Club, whatever. But the whole. Um, it, it legit came out of one night we were in, we were in a group chat with what started out as two or three of us turned into nine of us, which are basically the nine founders. Um, and we were basically one night we're just kind of bullshitting and it was like, yo, we should just make this an actual thing. Like let's, let's do an Instagram. I was like, I'll do the Instagram, like hit me up, I'll, I'll run it, but I need like, give me a name. Like let's do something. And one of the guys was just like, yo, let's do anti watch watch club. Cause we were like anti Rolex club, anti like anti uh, I, we went through a lot of different things and it was just kind of like, joking around and, and somebody was like anti-watch watch club and it, basically like the whole the whole meaning behind it and we kind of we kind of talked about it a little before when we were talking about rolex was just like it's basically anti like suit and tie wearing your watch putting it in your safe only taking out on, on nice occasions like keeping it on the bracelet like you know keep it nice for the next person to own it right or keep it nice <laughs> to pass out like our whole thing was like no like like we're we're like the anti like uh 
we're anti-watch in the sense that a watch isn't like an accessory. It's not like something you just wear to look cool or to be flashy. Like it's a tool, like, like use it. Like, and a lot of the guys that are in our, uh, in our immediate founder group and even in the plank owners, like they use a lot of their shit, like on deployment, they used it overseas. They used it, which is, you know, yeah. And, and, and Cody, Cody can talk about when he's got, he's got a Seiko that he's got that was on deployment and it's pretty beat up and he still runs it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just cool. Um, so that was our whole thing was like, no, like we want to, like, we want to like get to the point where people see us like wearing these watches and being like, I can't believe you're doing that with that, you know, that expensive watch that you're wearing, you know, it's like, no, like that's what they were made for. Like, just, just use it. And it, it kind of just turned into that, that, uh, like anti, I don't want to say anti-establishment, but almost like anti-watch world. Like, and, and you're the same, like Brodinky's the same way, right? Like, like you love yep. to poke fun at like the, like the, uh, the suit and tie uh, trust fund kids that, that just get their, their Pepsis sure. and their GMTs and their Hulks. And you know what I mean? Like it's the seriousness just, of it it's all. It's the same vibe, right? Uh, yeah. Like same, yeah. Same absolutely. Thing. Like, yeah, that's basically, I don't know. Cody could elaborate more on it, but I think that's our, our main thing was just like, you know, we're anti not using your shit, just get out there and use your stuff. And if it's a tool, use it, like have fun with it, you know, otherwise it's a waste. Amen. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think that's I think that resonates with a lot of people. Maybe not everybody, but I think that that resonates right. with a lot yeah. of people. And I think those people sort of know that the reason why watches are expensive is not because they're meant to be a store of value or something. They're expensive right. because they're reliable. Yep. Because you can put them through the ringer mm-hmm. and they'll come out fine, right? I mean, hell, we sent watches to the depths of the ocean, to the moon, right? Like, yeah everybody's like can i swim in this like are you serious <laughs> right like, and i think, swim in my submariner but i think like, that's where yeah. this this type of mentality comes from is yes yeah is, you're like whoa, whoa whoa like we have two very divided camps here we have mm-hmm. somebody Mercy, who's yeah. afraid to go in the water at the beach and then you have other people yep. who are like i wonder if this will survive eleven thousand meters right, <laughs> right. i'm gonna try it right so like i, I think that's kind of where it comes yeah. from um i I heard one of your members on the Army in Time podcast, um, sort of a, a congruent friend of the show in, in passing. Um, how did uh, you guys sort of a bunch of you came together over over Sangin, right? Yeah. Yep. And for those who don't know, yep. sort of, uh, I guess, sort of give a, a little rundown about about Sangin, because I, I know a little bit about them and, and Schmidt and I have both, I think, checked in on their drops and they go pretty quick (laughs) pretty quick yeah Yeah. Yeah. cody you want to take that yeah so um singer instruments is they're currently out of uh san francisco california they're currently kind of they were a two-man shop uh jacob and his wife paris they were like the two running singing instruments uh they are a micro independent brand but they the whole idea behind singing instruments was to create a watch where uh e5 and the marine corps newly promoted can go out and buy a nice watch um to show off so that that's where jake's mantra comes in and it blew up uh yeah sure did yeah as you mentioned right all of his drops they sell out so fast but we all we all own singing instruments. We ha- owned almost, I think, every model um, yeah, easily, that singing yeah. makes. 
easily. Um, and it's a very poor competency of AWWC is that AWWC where um, it's the tribe, right? It's, yeah. The tribe is what matters. Um, so we all found ourselves on the Facebook thing in owners group talking back and forth, showing morning wrist shots with cup of coffee or breakfast and then working out in our singings or myself at the field or other guys shooting guns at the ranges. And then we all kind of like weeded through the weeds to find each other. And we started yeah. talking more yeah. and more. And they were like, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we create something where we are all about giving back to the community? And almost a year later, we are, we created a WWC. That's amazing. And that brand has gotten everywhere. I mean, I mean, hell, it's on, you know, Grantham wears it like every day on all his yeah. videos. That's his daily. I mean, you, yeah. talk, you talk yeah. about notoriety. I mean, how many views does that guy get a day right. of his saying exactly. watch? It's kind of insane when you think about it. Yeah. Yep. He yeah, does everything the... from a court Seiko movement to automatic Seiko. And now the new Hydra has a Toledo movement. Yeah. Very nice. So he is continuously pushing the boundaries of what a micro slash independent brand can do and yeah. it's it's amazing what they're doing yeah. yeah and i like them i think they're cool because they're they seem extremely purpose-built which which i'm into like i i always you know when people knock things like courts i'm like they have a perfectly good use absolutely yeah and in a watch yeah. like this it makes tons of sense yeah right oh, yeah. so that's why like when i first saw them i was like oh this is exactly what i was talking about when people were like Oh, you're really into quartz watches? I'm like in the right context, absolutely. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So again, it's kind of the anti-snobbery in itself, but yeah, yeah, well, definitely yeah. need to That's see. For sure. Um, so a big part of what you guys do is actually philanthropy, which is pretty cool. I mean, I can't lie, starting up something, it, it's been, you know, it's been interesting starting up something sort of by myself, and then with the Schmidt man here. And even then, it's only two people, and it, and it's tough at first because you're kind of like, all right, I'm I, I know I'm going to be invested. Is everybody else going to be invested? Yeah. When you have nine right. people, you're like, damn, like, am I? I'm going to put myself out there. I'm like, you know, I don't, <laughs> I want to, I don't want to humiliate myself and be like the only person, and then like start like nagging everybody by email and stuff. So like, I can imagine how difficult that might have been at first. Yeah, but I mean, it seems like you guys got it really together. Um, why don't you tell us about, I guess, your your fundraising and things like that. Go ahead. Zach. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, there's, there's, there's basically, uh, it's basically like five to six of us that are, are pretty much actively involved day to day and kind of operations and, and projects and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll, uh, Alex and I will talk and we'll kind of delegate whatever we need, but we're basically like all, all of us are spread out across the U S so we've got guys in California and uh, Vegas and, you know, Georgia, North Carolina, New York and Connecticut, like we're all over the place. So, um, it, it's difficult in the sense to, to kind of get stuff, um, to sometimes get stuff done, but like at the same time, we have a lot of reach in, in where we're at and what we can do locally. Right. And that, that's the goal is we want to get to the point where we can all basically work with local, local charities and local, you know, organizations, you know, through AWWC to kind of get stuff done. So, um, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing we've been kind of fundraising is basically just selling merchandise, you know, so we'll, we'll take proceeds of, of stuff that we sell and, 
you know, uh, majority of stuff that we've been doing has been going directly to non other nonprofits and veteran organizations and social services and stuff like that. Um, and then more product development so that we can continue to kind of do what we've been doing. So, um, the next step for us is we really need, we really want to focus on getting actual kind of investors and donors and, and stuff to kind of, you know, to get to the next level. We have a lot of stuff, uh, sort of in the works that we're kind of trying to do more on a, on a personal level, like with, with individuals and veterans kind of, uh, through, through the community, instead of utilizing like, um, you know, different charities that we've been donating to, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, Cody could probably touch on that a little bit more, but, uh, but yeah, basically we, we'll have a drop, we'll sell straps or, or shirts or whatever it is. And we'll try to delegate a portion of that proceeds to go to whatever charity we, we pick at that time. Um, and I think like, I forget the exact number, but I think today we've donated like a little over, I want to say a little over 10, 10 K to different charities. Like, yeah. And, and like, we're, we're, we're all like doing full-time jobs. Like we all have families, we all have yeah. full-time. Yeah. Likewise. Employment. And like, yeah. And like, it's just, it's just a fun thing to like, to be like, yeah, we wrote this check for, for like three K to a veteran organization in Connecticut and Hartford at a small pop-up we did. And it was just, it was cool. You know what I mean? It's cool to do stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff we want to keep doing. Um, we want to get to the next level where we could basically sponsor, you know, sponsor people to take courses and, and do training and stuff like that and, and kind of, you yeah. know, grow people's potential and stuff like that. So it's always a work in progress, but we're, we're, uh, con we're constantly like thinking of ideas and, and different ways to raise more money and, and, you know, impact people. So I don't know if Cody's got anything to add to that, but. Yeah, it goes back to, um, as Zach mentioned, so let's say a police officer wants to go get more training, but his or her department says, no, you can't, we're not going to pay you to send you to a shooting school to learn how to be a better shooter, to be able to defend yourself better. We want to slowly transition ourselves to where we like, tell us the five W's to so the who, what, when, where, and why, right? And then we'll provide you, we'll sponsor you to go to that shooting course or nice. that advanced medical training course that we all need, especially military and first responders. And then for a simple case, as in, so when a soldier gets assigned from North Carolina to Alaska, you know, either they're going to drive or fly. Well, let's say an emergency happens to his or her family. Yes, the military has resources, but it's not as it's not a fast turnaround. So we mm -hmm. also want to be that avenue of approach where they may have a friend of a friend who's a part of AWWC who reaches out and be like, okay, yep, we can absolutely help you out. Simple as providing Uber Uber rides for veterans to get to their appointments out in California, Nevada, wherever. Like it's just a small token where we can instantly give back with no red tape because we're, we don't have stakeholders. We are oh, our yeah, own right. stakeholders. We're so in, yeah. Simple turnaround. We're like, yep, do it. Tony, who was on Army in Time, yeah, he's kind of our he is our chief financial officer. He's like, all right, got it, go pay. So we just want to yeah. be that quick, no red tape avenue of approach for people who may or may not be a part of our community, but they know we're here where and we they can need to help. help them out as yeah. Yeah. where we can do the best we can. 
Yeah. Yeah, we had we had like a just a, just a small like a super small incident, but one of our guys is a um he's a VA police officer, and at his VA a a vet showed up, and he was like super stressed out, like like kind of kind of freaking out. And this guy was like, "Yo, like what's going on? What's the problem?" And the guy's like, "I I took an Uber here. I got I got dropped off by somebody," and he's like, "I'm at the wrong I'm at the wrong VA. I'm at the wrong place for my appointment." So this this dude who's part of AWC was like, like, where do you got to go? Like, let's find out where you need to be. And they, they figured it out. And he called the other, you know, medical center. And then uh, he hit us up and was like, yo, this guy needs a ride to wherever this, the center is. Can, can we pay for it? And we were like, yeah, of course, like, let's do it. So we got the guy Uber. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was like, it was just like Cody was saying, like, we want to be able to just like at the drop of a pin, like be like, yo, let's, let's do it. Like, let's help this guy, you know, make a difference. Cause, yeah, like he could have yeah. paid whatever. Maybe the dude, maybe the dude had 50, 60, 70 bucks to take the Uber wherever he had to go. Like it was, it wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like a missed a block. Like it was, he was at a completely wrong area for his VA. So it's like little stuff like that is kind of what we want to do is focus on helping the individual. Uh, but at the same time, like we want to be able to donate, you know, a good amount of money to different organizations that, you know, do a lot of, uh, a lot of work for veterans and, yeah. um, there's a lot of them out there. So, I mean, the, the, the opportunity is endless. So yeah, it's a, it's a big task, but it's, it's, it's like, you got to do something about it and it's just, it's been good to, you know, get involved. So. Yeah. I heard Tony talking about, I, I think he was, he, he might've been talking about the check you were talking about um, where he's like, yeah, we donated, you know, a, an okay amount of money. And he's like, it put three vets up for a year. Yeah. yeah like yep. that that's that's life-changing more or less right like you think about housing feeding yourself for a year like yeah that's not a small feat like that's that's tremendous yeah yeah to us it was like we, we talked about that when we we're like no we want to we were on the site like how much could we donate to make an impact and and that was one of the things like a thousand dollars is one vet for how long and we're like that's like that's it like that's that's all it takes is to do that for somebody for a year so we we came up with that number and yeah, that was, that's a local to me that they're in Connecticut. That's Connecticut. Uh, it's like the, this, I think a CRT Connecticut response team or whatever. So they do a lot of that stuff in heart and uh, basically right in downtown Hartford. There's a big, um, you know, a big outreach center there. So they're super cool. Like we had a guy come down to the little, uh, the AD that we were at, we were invited out to a, um, an AD in Hartford called, called Armstrong Rockwell. So they do IWC and Omega and Carbusher and a bunch of other nice. brands that I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but a uh, cool spot. So they came out and they they took the check and yeah, they were ecstatic. You know, it was a it was just cool to see that money go like right to use. You know, and it was on the local level, which which is you know, it's nice to see kind of impacting local people and, and doing that. So that, that's what we want to get in the habit of is you know working locally and and making an impact for people. On the local and that's level. where you make the most impact is yeah, in your communities. Right. I mean, it, yeah. it's 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 always good to be part of these you know crazy national organizations and there's certain there's certainly something to be said for that but a lot of times you, yeah. you donate the checks and you just don't know where they go you yeah. don't know who's, yeah, a, who's ultimately on the receiving end of that so for me when it comes to philanthropy it's always been about trying to do it as local as possible i mean that's that's kind of what bro's been doing with um with real men wear pink and in, in his donation that that, yeah. that he yep. does and that we've been talking about every single year for the last what two years is now yep. going on the on the third <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. It's, it's, it's important to give back. If you have the means, 100%, Absolutely, yeah. you got to give back. Yeah. And, uh, I think what really, 
Sorry, feel, what, feel free to plug anything you're uh, you're doing, have done, etc. Because we're we're big on the the giving back. So uh, you know, shameless plug away. Don't feel bad about it. Um, you know, <laughs> work, work that any anywhere you need to. <laughs> Fair. I think what really made that more meaningful to us as a organization is we were able to do that within. I think we were less than five months old. Yeah, we were yeah. five months at that point. That's yeah. huge. Yeah to be able to write a check $3,000 right away. So that's yeah. Let's right around five months and, you know, nine founders, five guys doing the day-to-day operations to just as a side gig, able, as a side yeah. gig. Yep. Yeah. Like I flew yeah. from Georgia to Hartford. I met Zach up there and we like instantly were able to do it. And it's, that's, that, so I cool. think that's really like that was a huge impact for us personally and professionally. Yeah. 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 That's I the mean, funniest thing is like, none of us, none of us had met each other prior to any of this. Like we I legit haven't. <laughs> like, sounds I've familiar. Met, I've met, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I've met, I've met probably, I probably met more of the founders than anybody. So I've met Tony and Kyle and, and uh, Cody, obviously. Um, but it was funny. Like we've been talking this whole time and like we linked up and it was like, you know, we were, like we've been buddies forever. You know what I mean? Like, like instantly yeah. just, getting to work and, and doing stuff. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that Cody just was like, yeah, I'll come up, I'll fly from Georgia to do this thing. Like we were like, all right, cool. And you know, we did it and, and it, it was a, it was a cool, uh, cool experience. But um, yeah, I mean, and, th- and at that point, I don't think we had really, I don't think we had really done a whole lot with, with watch straps or, you know, we'd done some apparel and some, you know, swag kind of stuff, but, I mean, more, more recently, we've been doing a lot of straps with Zane's, you know, Zane's handmade and our own decon straps and stuff like that. And that's kind of what's really helped us get to the next level of, of making donations and all that. But up to that point, I mean, we had basically just been selling, what, T-shirts and hoodies and hats and water bottles and like nothing crazy at that point. You know what I mean? So the fact that we could yeah. get that done that, that quickly was just it was cool. And it was cool to see the support so early on. And, and it's still I mean, yeah. it's still you know, it's, we were talking in the chat the other day, like, it's always, it's always humbling to see people post screenshots in our Facebook group. Like, oh my gosh, I got this, you know, I got this order finally for this decon two strap or this water bottom or like, it's pretty cool. People are excited about this shit and it's very cool, you know, and, uh, and they know it's going to a good place. Like they know that, you know, we're helping out, we're putting our money where our mouth is in the community. And that's our biggest thing is our our whole slogan is act on verba, which is basically deeds, not words. So just, you know, instead of talking about helping people, go help them Let's you do know, it or, yeah do it yeah just do it like just do stuff and, and that's that's been our thing so it's uh it's cool cool to see it happen and if you guys got stickers i i got room on the old backdrop here oh we got stickers <laughs> you got stickers <laughs> I, got for days. Co- I, I got a good collection going on here so yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah we got tons of stickers yeah but uh yeah since you mentioned the straps and it, it's something that i've i've also uh had the pleasure of uh you know, during the process of, uh, why don't you tell us about those? I know you, you had the decon one and two, um, I guess sort of just like the process and how it went and everything and a little bit about them. Go for it, Zach. Me? All right. Oh man. So yeah. how it went. So whew, it's been, a, it's been a shit show, but, um, <laughs> always, is. but it's been successful. Right. Yeah. So and that, that's the thing is like growing pains of any, any business or any organization, um, we had got some some early uh, some early prototypes early on, and and Alex, our CEO, he, like he's the brains behind a lot of the um, a lot of the influence of of like gear 
like the imagery you see, the prototypes that we get, like that, like that's nine times out of ten, it's Alex like up late at night sketching something out, and then it, and then it comes to life, right? So the decon was he basically was like, I want a strap that you can wear everywhere, like it's it's waterproof, it's durable, it's comfortable, it's low profile, but it's got to be a NATO, right? NATO mm -hmm. style, sorry, very you know. very much so. NATO style, yes, yeah, yes, NATO, of yeah. NATO yeah, style, guy, you know. um, <laughs> so. Uh, and he, he went through a couple of different suppliers and, and, you know, we, we were like very adamant, like we don't want to go, you know, not to throw shade at people that use China or whatever, like whatever, it's your thing, like do whatever you got to do. Like we wanted something that was either US or European based. So we found a supplier in yeah. the UK that, that uh, could do this strap. Right. So we got him first and the first batch was good. Um, it worked, but the second we got it, we were, we all in the chat were like, we got to change this with the keeper. We need a floating keeper. We need a different buckle. We need, mm -hmm. you know, this, this is a failure point. We, this can't be a failure point. You got to change this to, you know, a different style, uh, different style buckle. So went through a couple phases of testing and all that. And then, um, the decon two is definitely a huge improvement over the one we thinned it down a little bit, um, and went to like a Maritech style buckle, you know, round buckle. So no failure point in the buckle itself. And then uh, added a nice floating keeper, um, and then we even added a third uh, a third rubber keeper for additional slack if you have to kind of tighten it up. Um, but the feedback on that strap has been has been killer. Like, uh, like I like I desk dive. Like I work at a shop. I work in an office at a sales desk all day, and I wear it all the time. Like it's just comfortable. Like it's it's comfortable. It's durable. Um, and we have guys that are chasing down, you know, Grand Theft Auto dudes in the streets, getting <laughs> in, you know rolls in the ground with them and then they're like sending us pictures like yo my 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 spring bar popped off my decon but my watch is still on my wrist like like total extremes of, of this the use that these straps go through but um but real field cool. testing it's been, it's like been it's, a really good uh, yeah yeah real yeah, field like, testing. like legit that's awesome legit field testing um and that's been our whole thing is like we want we want everybody to be able to buy our products and use them however they want so whether you're yeah. just you know you're going to an office or you're you're you know fighting a battle or a war or jumping out of an airplane or whatever like it should work for whatever you're doing it for and that's been the kind of main thing so we're working on bringing um working on bringing production stateside so that's our next project um mm -hmm. there is i i think they're still live in the site now so our, our basic basically our last pre-order for the uk based ones are going to go uh uh probably the last order will be closed by this weekend and then we'll eventually start shipping stuff uh, stateside and, and trying to move production that way. This is, you want to try to keep everything, you know, as locally and you, uh, domestically produced as we can, but, um, but yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool product for sure. Cody, you got anything to add? Yeah. So we, we always want to evolve, right? We always want to strive to make things better. So like Zach was saying the the decon one was great and as soon as we got it we were like okay this we got to evolve this because it's not meeting <laughs> our requirements or our specs and then decon two came out and we were like okay this is better but we also now need this this and that and now with the decon three we have found that supplier that can actually no shit meet our specs and requirements nice in the u.s is like that's very important to us because it's yeah you know it's it's your neighbor working at the the manufacturer 
creating that product for mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they said, yes, we can do this and meet your requirements and specs, we were like, all right, let's start this process. So I'm yeah. collaborating together about this strap and uh, it's going to be pretty rad when it comes out. Very nice. So, we're, so we're is that is that the is that the teaser? That is a teaser. You will have okay. to wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, you got, any, you got any leaks coming in the pipeline? You want to talk about? <laughs> uh, we we can Maybe. get into some leaks uh, in the further in the show. Yeah. Um, but we're also always going to. We got some good watch. We got some good watch leaks. So very nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. We also will be working with. Zane's handmade continuously, um, just because we had that solid relationship with him, and yeah, you know, I we all love his straps, so um, yeah, there'll be different patterns, different styles coming out with him as well. So keep your eyes peer, peeled. I love it, I love it. Now, let me ask you something yeah. th things like this always strike me as, as kind of kind of odd um has anybody like uh i don't know reached out about like running like a story on you guys or anything at any point uh so yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't, I don't think like anything um, i don't know i people some people had said some there's been some stuff in passing but nothing like nothing concrete. major but cody has more uh more comms in that realm of the world than I do, so I'll let him talk. Yeah, so we were in talk with uh well we still are, but it's just life, right? It's chaotic, it sure ever changes and you have no idea what's gonna happen. Um with Horology Republic. Oh yeah, I know. Uh yep, so we were and I'm sure we will still be, um eventually we'll be in his publication but there's no set date dates yet <laughs> excuse me on uh, on when that will happen so hopefully sooner th than later because you know and we i'm not to tell our story yeah i'm not asking that in a in a like a negative way what i would kind of always yeah, yeah. throws me for a loop with that respect is like you know, people are always looking for these stories and watches and half of them seem like conjured up or, or half cooked and like, you know, kind of maybe implausible even. But like this is a real story about people within the hobby, helping other people doing a big thing that's yep. that's yeah. bigger than the sum of the nine people who started it. You know what I mean? Like this yep. is a it's it's a bit of mo a movement at this point. It's got its own life. Right. Like. How has nobody else found out about this? And don't get me wrong, I'm very happy to be able to sort of spread the word on this from from yeah. my from my point of view. Like you know, absolutely, it's, it's it's a great cause, and I'm always down with that. You know, Schmidt and I have have done our best to to sort of give back in our own rights and things like that. And I also sure, have, yeah. I, I have first responders in my family, so I was like absolutely. But like you know, I'm I'm not a kingmaker. I'm not I'm not a hodinky. I'm not a blog to watch. I'm not anything like that. Hopefully, you know, this could put something on the radar, but like it always yeah. astonishes me when people are out there doing tremendous things within the watch space and it actually applies. Like it's not some zany story about something it's that, not a that, that can't be verified, right? Yeah, it's, it's not a grift. Yeah. It's not one of those things know? that nobody can right. verify. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, this was this was 
Captain Hook's pocket watch. You know what I mean? Like what? Like, come on. (laughs) You know, like this is real concrete stuff and people are getting, you know, people are benefiting from this. And at the end of the day, it's, it's nonprofit. Right. So it's not a money grab. I don't know. I I think, I think that, I think the biggest thing, and I don't, I don't want to dive into like, I don't want to dive into anything political or, or whatever, but I, I think if you, if you just kind of have a, if you have an understanding of what sells in the media, it's like, it's negative, right? Everything that True. you see on the news, it's just, it's like negative shit all the time. Right. So I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if we just, we don't have the reach or the exposure yet, or people are just kind of like, Oh, this, this won't really sell. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, I don't know. Like maybe we're too edgy. I don't know. Maybe we're too, like we're too much skull and crossbones and, grim reaper and kind of like you know because if you look at our gear and stuff it's kind of you know like cody's got our trash tag collab shirt on which is a severed hand holding a 1911 style pistol with a rolex <laughs> on it you know what i mean like it's a little edgy for for some people right sure. yeah which is what we want and and we're going to maintain that you know we're going to maintain that kind of should. status and we're going to maintain that style as we should right so i i think eventually we'll get that sort of like person that's going to be like wait you're doing what with you've done what with how much money and you've you've made how many sales and how long and you know you're not making any money like you know i think i think we'll get there eventually um but honestly like i I don't want to say that we don't really care like we haven't been reaching out to people to be like hey come interview us um yeah the the only reason that we really we really want that to happen is so that we can get people to invest and and donate to the cause you know that that, that's the main thing right so if we could get somebody that would do a publication in Australia, that that would be great. But like at the same time, we're, we're so focused on, um, you know, product development and implementation and distribution, which is a whole other topic, which is just a nightmare. Um, <laughs> as nine dudes that have families and full time jobs trying to ship, you know, thousands of packages out. You know, you, I'm sure you guys get it. But yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. I, I we had a couple. We, Cody had talked to a couple, uh, quote unquote, influencers that wanted to do a story on us, and I, I don't, you know, it kind of fizzled out, not on his part, but um, you know, sometimes people are a lot of talk. Oh yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. And then yeah, when it yeah. Know, push comes to shove, yeah, we, happens, you know? yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, we we've experienced that on our in ourselves, and I think that that's oh, I'm why, sure, yeah, you know, that's why you know you guys as an organization and, and us as a podcast kind of have a lot of similarities because yeah, we've experienced a lot of the same things, and and when Bro and I decided to start this, you know. And it's kind of a funny story. I don't think we've ever really talked about it, bro, officially how we started the podcast. Um, I don't think we've ever covered it in seven, Maybe not. seven yeah. episodes. You might, you might be right. But, you know, oh, man, this, could met, be, this could be big right here. Yeah. He and I met yeah, mutual friends uh, and, and we never had physically met in person. We don't live anywhere close to each other. We had never met physically in person. And over some late night texts back and forth. He's like, you know, I've always wanted to start a podcast. And I was like, you know what? That's always something that I've wanted to do. But I never <laughs> knew somebody that I wanted to do this with. And I was like, well, I'm down if you're down. Right. He's like, let's do it. Let's start it. And, and we always kind of wanted to have the mindset that we didn't want to do what everyone else was doing. We yeah. didn't want to be bought yep. and sold. We didn't want to have, you know, right. we, we don't want to be kissing ass. You know? we, right. We yeah. wanted to do our own thing because it was honest and it was genuine. And it was what yeah. we felt with would be uh resonant with our with our target demographic and it's been very yeah very successful thus far and and you know last year we gave you know or bro really um gave an, an exorbitant amount of money to real men were pink just based on people that are listening and, and getting engaged in this and yeah, and i think awesome. that that's that's what's so great about what you guys are doing too because you're doing it the authentic and the genuine way and 
when it's when it's ready to be something bigger, it'll be for the right reasons and not because yeah, yeah. some influencer caught wind of your thing and wanted to clout you up and, and, and is asking for favors on the back end. It's it's for legitimately helping people and because people yeah. care to to get involved. So um if we can be a small part of that message, getting it out to more people, then then we're happy to do it because it's it's important. There's so many veterans out there yeah. that need the care. There's so many people that that are in you know first responders or, or law enforcement that kind of in are in a dark way right now. Um, there's Absolutely. not a lot of support for them around the yeah. communities. Um, and it's unfortunate yeah. because I think it's completely wrong, but it, you know, whatever we can do Absolutely. to help, we will. Yeah. I mean, on that, on that note, we had a, um, we have a, so we have a group of, um, it's basically like 30 plank owners, which are, which are they're called basically who are like early investors who, uh, put up, put up a good amount of money to kind of almost a crowdfund us, but like, like early investors that basically get perks throughout, like throughout right so they get they got a, a yeah we did a swag lifetime. yeah if we just swag right we did a swag pack for them and some other stuff and they get you know hooked up you know down the line get early early release stuff and and all that and um like one of them today and it blew it like blew my mind like he's active duty he he sat in our group chat like you know i had an appointment on my va to just to do a uh a, like a behavioral health or a mental health cody i forget what exactly he said yeah um but he had an appointment basically. He's like, I'm, I've been feeling like just kind of down, like brain fog, like just totally beat down. And I had this appointment to go today and it was canceled on me at the last minute. And because I didn't have a official referral or, or some bullshit. Right. And yeah, I, I sent it, it a I, referral. Yeah. So I screenshot it and sent it to the founders. Cause I like, I'm not military. I've never been military, but all the, most of the dudes in the, in the founder chat are, or have been or whatever. And I was like, like, guys, like, w- like, what the fuck? Like, like this is one of our own that, is obviously going through something and he was trying to get this appointment and he couldn't even get it. It got canceled on him. Like it just blows my mind. Like, like, and like we caught that one and like, we see it, you know what I mean? And we can reach out to him and engage with him. But how many go like unnoticed, you know, like how many of those guys, like too many, like, yeah. Like, and we know it, like we know how many vets struggle with that and we know how many vets commit suicide and we know how many vets Mm -hmm. have those issues. And it's just like, if we're seeing this like in front of our own eyes with dudes that we know and con and like we engage with on a daily basis, like how many more are there? Like, like, right. So yeah, yeah. It's just just crazy. And that kind of struck me because like, like I said, I'm not, you know, I've I've been friends with military dudes and and it's been in my family. I've never done it, but it just hit me like, man, like we've got to be able to help these guys out. Like not even just our own guys, but like dudes out there that, that don't have this resource. Like we want to, we want to be that resource where people can reach out and, you know, and just ask for help if, if we can do it, you know, and that, and that's kind of the whole thing. So absolutely. Absolutely. Crazy. I mean, there, there was just a guy on, on, on one of the SEAL teams, not like two weeks ago that, that, that ended up taking his own life just recently. It's yeah. just, it's, it's yep. crazy. And it happens, like you said, it happens so many times and, and it's, it, it's so, it's so numerous now if people have lost count because yep. they haven't been able to help. And, you know, just, as you said, just helping one additional person is, is, is truly important could not agree more yeah and i think i think that was that was part of what what made me want to do the episode you know we kind of got into talking about it and you know do a little research a little background on my end so and it's funny i i literally you you had mentioned it and i i i want to say it was in latin but i had i had sort of written down in my own little notes like the the idea of being about it and like yeah that is what really like hooked it for me i was like 
Because when you you always think like we as a culture, we've gotten to this point where whenever something unfortunate happens, it's always thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. It's great. I'm not saying yep. I'm not saying it's insincere. 100%, yeah, I'm not saying it's insincere, but sure. that doesn't you know it doesn't pay bills, right? Yep. It's not going to replace a spouse's income if something bad yep. happens, right? Like, and that was those yeah. are just things that I, I was running with that Tony was talking about on the other podcast. How, how yeah. you know somebody might lose a, a, a spouse overseas or something, right? And they're they're grinding on their own end just to keep the family afloat. Well, what are they going to do now? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know things like that. Yeah, yeah. And, thoughts and prayers are nice, but they don't do anything at, for the end yeah. user, right? Right. That's yeah, absolutely. Our whole and again, our thing is end user that. end user stuff, right? Like yes. products, whatever yes. it is, like. Thoughts and prayers are good, whatever. I believe in prayer, but um, at the end of the day, like if you can't, if you can't physically help that person, like I, I don't know, it's kind of insulting to me, like to just be like, yeah, thoughts and prayers, man, good luck, uh, you know? Right, right. And I'm not, you know, know, again, I'm not saying they're insincere. I'm not saying there's no sympathy. No, but, but at the end of, of the day, it, it being about it and getting involved, getting your hands dirty. There's something to be said for that in a big yeah, way. And that's why I, w- I was like, this makes almost too much sense. So I was mm-hmm. like, I, I would be glad, you know, and I was happy to have you guys. And and I think it's been a great conversation so far. And, uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, excited I can, to, to learn I more. I can here. tell you firsthand <laughs> that in any of the branches, right? So if uh, I'm in Afghanistan again or wherever the army sends me, right? And I, God forbid, something happens and I pay the ultimate price. I accept that, but my quote unquote life insurance from the United States Army doesn't like, oh, he was killed in action. Okay, write the check for life insurance amount. That doesn't happen right away. Right. Like, yeah. It's of course months not. before my wife and kids would see that. And yet, bills are piling up, mortgage, car payments, whatever, because Interest, like, yeah. my pay stops right now until the Army figures. So we want to be there to be like, okay, like this is what we can do. We can work with other organizations that provide immediate relief as well. So now it's multiple channels working to help a single family or a single mom, single dad going forward until that life insurance check comes in the mail or, you know, direct deposit, whatever the case may be. But we just want to be there to be able to work with, um, organizations such as All In All The Time that can provide immediate relief, like right away, no red tape, nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. here, take it. We're, that's what we are about. That's like where our passion is. Yeah, and that's great. And I think it resonates. I think it, it's, you know, I think it's it's definitely authentic. It's not like you know, the internet's a, a fun place and it's, it's a little strange at times and you, you never really know who's on the other end. You know what I mean? Right, and, yeah, yeah. And That's I think true. people kind of sort of enjoyed that about, about my own uh, account at some times, but um, <laughs> no, no, never, never. <laughs> but, um, but no, I, I think, really? you know, it, it, there's just a big, a big difference between when you have people that, that don't put themselves out there and you're not sure if they're, they're as invested as they seem. And again, you've yeah. seen it happen, right? How many organizations oh, yeah. have we oh, yeah. seen where the funds are going Lord knows where, right? Yep. But it's, it's amazing that you can actually see it going to the end user. And, you know, there's, there's not really a price you could put on that. Like that's, that's the ultimate, right. you know? Yep. Yeah. So, Nicole, yeah. So let me ask you, um, 
you know, uh, people have always joked with me and it's usually people I know who have micro brands about, about making, you know, like my own kind of themed watch as like a, usually, usually a joke, but seriously, like you guys have a pretty solid concept there. Would you guys ever consider making a, I don't know, like a small run with a company, like say, you know, like a Sangin or like a Winfield or somebody. Cody. Cause oh, I think that, would be, uh, I, feel, yeah, I feel like I might've struck a nerve with that one, yeah. but I just don't, I just don't want to say something that I shouldn't. So no, 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 no. Like Cody no. So, uh, okay. So yes, we are, we are two solid watch collaborations that we have in the works and that will be coming out this year. Um, we are almost, solidified our third watch collaboration wow um very nice we are already in talk for two watch collaborations i think first and second quarter of next year as you say don't violate any uh, ndas here but yeah we're trying not to yeah. <laughs> no no no, 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 no. <laughs> um our no because i I got to be the one to send the NDAs out to uh. you know, <laughs> so I'm very well aware. Um, so uh, two of the watch clouds we can I can go ahead and say out loud right now. Um, but first, let me ask you, okay, what do you guys think of the notice sector deep that was just released? I think it's hot. <laughs> I like it. It's like, Destro, which okay. is funky. So did you did you guys happen to check it out at Wind Up? Did you see it in person? I haven't seen it in person. I just saw the the, the press pics and a lot of the live photos that people yeah. took on Instagram. Yeah, Wes, I, Wes I from think I noticed did. had a he had a prototype there. Yeah, yeah, I think I did yeah. see it. I mean, you know how Wind Up it is; it, it's very elbow to elbow, yeah, the, and like you know, you can, oh, it's crazy. Sometimes it's hard yeah. to get your hands on stuff or really get a good look at it. But I, I'm pretty sure yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, perfect. Then you you know the brand and then you know the model. Um, now just put some <laughs> AWWC flair onto it, and there's there's one collab. Yeah, um, it'll be a very that, be a that'll very be a different. solid collab. That's a good and one. If that's it'll your first a one, that's a solid collab yeah. for sure. Yeah, that should be um, our first, and it's going to be very different than the. Uh, I'll just say, Cody, am I violating anything? But I don't know. It's going to be very different than the current rendering of the Notice Deep. That's all I'll say. Like like Correct. total. Total flip on uh, what you see, which will, which cool. is going to be cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Our, it's be fun. I'm, I'm our, kind of I'm like really excited now. <laughs> uh, 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 our second collab is going to be with Sterling Time Pieces, our UK counterpart. So uh, one of the owners, he is a British soldier. So okay. it really speaks like one to one who we are. Um, so we are doing a kind of a a field watch with them. Okay, uh, and it's going to be pretty rad too. Salida uh, movement, um, just really sharp looking watch. Um, our third one, I it will be a very big hit too. Um, okay, okay, but I can't say because that's okay. That's okay. I know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then two watch. I'm in work with uh, two other manufacturers for a collaboration for next year. Or so, well, yeah, we. So, so you guys are you guys are hitting the ground sick running. Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying. Our, yeah. Goal, yeah, our goal eventually is to basically have a have a watch every quarter that we can drop. Um, 
I think ultimately, right? Like whether it's a micro brand or, or a main brand, we want to have something every quarter that we can, you know, we can sell and, and uh, eventually donate. We want to get to the point where we can have one of our pieces and be able to donate it to a retiring service member or that's cool. you know, an, LEO who, cool. an LEO who did something really cool, you know, and give it, you know I mean? Just stuff like that. That's kind of the point we want to get to. So the more that we can, you know, build up our reputation and the more watches we can sell, the more we can, you know, <clears throat> give that stuff away and, and donate it, you know, how we see fit. So, yeah. So we're going to constantly, Cody's like, Cody's an animal. Like he'll, we'll be in the group chat one day and he'll be like, Oh, I got this guy to meet. We're going to talk about a collab. And it's like a pretty, pretty big, well-known watch company. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Oh shit. Like, okay, this, this is, this is going to be legit, you know? So it's, uh, it's cool to see the interest, um, even people that have like, oh yeah, I've heard of you guys. Like, I know who you are. Like, it's cool. It's just a, it's a very rewarding yeah. feeling, being so young, you know, and and uh, yeah. being able to do that stuff. So yeah, yeah but the 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 Sterling and Otis are going to be pretty over the top. So I'm good. very excited. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, look, if it's if it's anything like the rest of the stuff that you guys have designed in in all of your merch and all the different stuff, it's very well executed. The design concept that you guys utilize, it's not just like some, you know, you know, Photoshop nonsense. Yeah. Like it's got a lot of thought behind it. I think it's edgy, but it's cool. And it obviously is your own style as a as a brand, um, yeah. which I think is fantastic. I mean, the challenge coins are very detailed. I love the glow in the dark stuff that you guys do, the Nalgene bottles, the 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 challenge coins as well. Like there's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that you guys do with intention. That I think yeah. is super cool. Um, so yeah. if you can mix that into a watch, I'm yeah. I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. We try to mix yeah. it into everything. And, and one of the um, another thing we're working on, uh, and it's we can't say the name or whatever, but it's a it's basically an ED, like an everyday carry, like a fixed blade knife. Nice. And it's it's got our flare on it. It's got our kind of our uh, I like I like hand sketched it, and then the maker was kind of like I think we should change this. We should do that. Um, so it has our idea behind it. And then he's going to add some of our engraving and logos to it and colorways and cool. just something else. Like we're constantly thinking of different stuff to, to bring to the market that like your typical watch guy, I don't know, maybe they won't buy a knife, but like in the world of military law enforcement, firefighters, EMTs, like they need knives, like it's sure. a tool, you know, yep. and it, it speaks to our kind of, our kind of uh, mantra of just like using your shit. And, and if you have a tool, use it. And, we figure if a guy's going to use one of our watches on deployment, why can't he use one of our knives, you know, or one of our, you know, so, so well, and, constantly and again, to guess, but same thing. I have the same kind of flair, same kind of design, you know, that and it, come, and it comes from people that, have that, you know, carried these things and use them in whether light duty or heavy duty or field deployment deployments. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, like you guys know what to look for in quality gear and, you know, exactly. kind of like, how to utilize these things in the field and you know there's so many there's so many watch blogs and different periodicals out there that try to do this like they try to they live the edc Fugazis. lifestyle <laughs> and i'm like you guys have never carried a fixed blade knife in your life <laughs> like yeah yeah can you can you take this blade and make a spear out of it because i don't think you yeah, can right. have you ever had to take you know, paracord and, and tie it to a stick and use it to go fishing. I don't know if that's nope. real for you. I mean, I don't know if you're here for that. So yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of funny because you think about it. There's so many gear junkies out there that just they obsess about gear and they have no idea how to use the, the gear. Yeah. So it's so funny yep. to me. That's 100%. Yeah. yeah. It, 
everything we do is for the end user, right? So sure. many of us, like we've been saying, right? Like we come from that, like that military background. So like for me, example, you know, I spent my first uh, two years in the 82nd Airborne. Uh, and then I spent the last uh, nine and a half years after that in special operations, right? And then in the mountains in Alaska, like, okay, I, I know it worked but I'm not the only one who can bring that aspect to our product. Mm -hmm. And then we all use that creative wheel that, well, we know it works because, Oh, I use it in this environment in Iraq or Afghanistan right. or in the mountains. And it was too cold or the, the bracelet was too cold. It became very brittle. Okay. Now let's use this wealth of knowledge and experience we have and apply it to are strapped the Nalgene bottles because Nalgene bottles are they're they're tanked they're indestructible yes <laughs> yeah yeah and they're Literally. super simple and like there's just no working parts it's just like yeah. exactly. open and close and <laughs> the attention to detail that we all bring even Jack brings to the table right like it's that attention to detail like you said about our coins right like mm -hmm. we're gonna make it we're gonna make it right like yeah. we're not yeah. gonna half-ass it we're going to put the topo lines in our packages. We're going to make it glow in the dark. We're going to make it ace of spades or whatever the case is. It's right. It's just that attention to detail that we are all able to collectively bring as a group just for one or two product designs. And then once those are complete, it's that same attention to detail for the next three or four products that we're going to be releasing. Right. So, just to be a part of that is pretty pretty damn amazing on our end. Like it's just so natural for us for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the case is, it, it it's working. Because I think we have had between the five guys who run the day to day operations, I think we've only had like two Zoom meetings. Wow, and that's it. <laughs> that's a fish. Like, no way, like, no way. Maybe I think. Uh, look at you guys cutting point. out all the bureaucratic red tape. You just go straight to the thing, getting it done. We talk you know, every week. Living by the motto. We right? don't know what the hell we're yeah, doing. Yeah, like it's we're it's email or text message, and that's okay. how we have been all long, able yeah. to accomplish everything. We have been that's able amazing. to accomplish. Like that's I amazing. think. Alex, our CEO, like he just put it in our group chat. Be like, hey, May, the week of May 15th, right? So, like a month away, we'll have a business meeting. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. But like the wheel doesn't stop for us because we're still able to, I don't just get shit done because that's, yeah. Well, the, the big, the biggest thing. Yeah, and the biggest thing he wants is like, he wants like, he's like, can we just have a, a Zoom meeting where we just bullshit and like talk because like, like we only talk about yeah. work. Like it's pretty much all work. All, like not work, but it's pretty much AWC all the time. And he was Productivity, like, activity. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, we're bros. Yeah. Like, let's like, let's just like set a time. And I thought it was actually really nice. He's like, let's set a time where we can just like all hang out and talk and have a drink and just kind of like, just forget about what we're doing and just have fun. You know, it was cool. You know, like, like I, I think of that in my, um in my professional world, like I've, I've been at my career for, almost 15 years and you know, my boss I've become really, really good friends with. And uh, every so often he'll be like, you guys want to go out and just go get drinks or go, we'll go out to dinner or whatever. And just like, 
making a point to like take the professional side out of it for a second mm-hmm. and just connect as individuals and friends is, is a big part of it. And but that was cool. Alex suggested that. And, you know, we all want that. We all want to be able just to bullshit and have fun and, and do that. Yep. And, uh, cause at the and, same, cause at, at the same time, like it just, it helps with the overall morale and, and everybody kind of getting along and, and getting stuff done. So it's it cool. And, uh, you know what? It's also, good. you know, when it's not a work thing, you know, yeah. as much as you guys try to keep it out of work, but sometimes like the best ideas come from those moments you know, exactly. like, I mean, yeah. like it's yeah, literally sure. the, the origination of your entire brand is kind of from one of those spitballing, like, hey, we're just kind of like bro out yeah. together. Why don't we bro out and establish something that's cool? And and I think that that's yeah. that's honestly where where true, true authenticity and in, in, in organizations really stems from. I mean, bro and I stories is, is very similar. It's literally us you know, texting late at night and we're like, you know what? I got a crazy idea. I'm also on board for that crazy idea. Let's do this. <laughs> do it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just pure yeah, and yeah. it's real. And, and, and I love it. I think, and I think it resonates with people. Yeah, for it, sure. yeah it, it absolutely resonates with people because people want that, that authenticity, right? They want that passion and they just, they want that human connection that's like, sure. I'm not serious. Like, I don't take myself seriously. Yes. I'm not better than you, but I will absolutely shoot the shit with you mm-hmm. about anything. Yeah. And 100%. That's, that's what really makes half of our watch world like very special and unique because you do have those yeah. who are like, oh, but yeah, I just, you know, picked up my 50th anniversary Daytona. <laughs> Whereas the other half is like, that's cool. Yeah. I don't want to wear the bracelet. I want to throw it on a NATO or yeah. a rubber strap <laughs> or put an elastic strap on it because yeah. it's comfortable. Yeah. What? And That's, you can yeah. geek out I think... and nerd out with those people. Yeah. And it's, it's just that human connection that lacks in our, in our space in the watch world, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I... I think that's the, I think that's the most interesting thing is our, so our Facebook group is, is super active. Like it's, there's just constantly people posting rich shots and talking or whatever. And just tonight, like someone posted, uh, he's like, I got a call. I picked up and he picked up his Hulk, right. As AD, like really cool, exciting. Like everybody's like, congrats. Like, that's awesome. And then like shortly after, uh, a dude posted, he's like, this is by far my, my favorite, um, my favorite purchase on deployment. And it was like one of the new Timex GMTs. Nice. And he's like, I've been wearing this thing nonstop. And people are like, yo, that's fucking sick. I want one, but where can I get it? And I'm just like, the stark yeah. contrast of like, and I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at the guy that got the Hulk. Like, that's awesome. But just like in our, in our group, in our collective alone, like a guy's buying a Hulk and then this dude's like so stoked about his, I don't know, what's the Timex? A hundred 150 bucks or 200 bucks if that if that if that yeah if that and uh just like and everybody's just like congrats man that's awesome like enjoy it so just seeing that like just seeing that camaraderie and like the the guys kind of supporting each other from clearly different walks of life right like like buying very different watches um is just super cool and and that's like that's like what we want too is we want we want like we want those people to be able to commingle and talk and, and and we want a guy with the Daytona to put it on a decon too. And the guy with the Timex put it on a decon too. Like, yeah, that's the coolest thing about it. And uh, so just seeing those, those two types of conversations, like every day I'll, I'll, I'll scroll to Facebook and just look at all the different stuff that people are buying or talking about. And I'm like, man, we have like such a, such a crazy diverse amount of people that are, that are just buying. And different, that's what makes it cool. Different watches, you know, that's what yep. makes it cool. 
Because again, yeah, that's crazy. that's when when Bro and I and so many other people that listen to our podcast got into watches, and we've talked about this over many episodes as a through line through what we do. Um, that's what was cool about watches. It was really the Wild yeah. West. It was like yeah. you had a guy with a paddock, and he had a guy with like a Casio, and like they were yep. like hanging out, drinking yeah. at a bar, and they were all oogling over each other's things, you know? Yeah. And like that was Wild. when watches were in pure form. And yep. now it's a lot of hype culture and I yep. got this and you don't, you're a peasant because you can't afford this or you yep. don't have yep. a relationship with your AD. And it's kind of like, it's really dismissive to a lot of people. And it's really yeah. an ugly part of the industry because, you know, I, I've never viewed watches as an exclusive thing. It's right. just like, if you want to go into the club, you just buy a watch and you're in the club. It's kind of been that yeah. type of thing. And yeah. it's about finding people that you can share commonality and common ground with and, and, and really hanging out with them. That's it. That's the barrier to entry. I don't know when all of this extra sure. stuff started where now we are going to be gatekeepers and, you know, you can't come to my red bar meeting because you don't meet this criteria and you don't have this spend list on your you know profile at this AD, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. And we scoff at it, but it happens every day. Oh, and yeah. it's so good to see these communities actually exist in the most pure form, which is just guys and girls hanging out, talking about watches, yeah. and getting their mind off of everything else that they had to deal with in the world. That's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's for I, sure. One thing I wanted to definitely touch <laughs> on, uh, you know, definitely before we close this out, uh, what do I mean? We've talked. We've said a little bit so far, and I think people have an idea from maybe some of the popular accounts. What do the the real badasses actually own or collect? Ooh, that's a good question. Because I mean, I we you know you got the accounts like watches, espionage. You got a lot of Rolexes and stuff, and then you have other yeah. other people insist that military is just huge on G Shock, and then you know I I know some people who were like, oh, military loves Seiko. Like I'm always curious as to what the people who are really you know, doing the dirty work, what they're actually collecting and where. No, um, <laughs> you're going to get. No. Because <laughs> like, oh, man, this is going to be going... a while. <laughs> you're going to get a mix of both G-Shock, Sunto, Garmin, and then the Omega, Rolex, you know, uh, Marathon, the big one, too. Yeah, I can um, see that. Yeah, Marathon, yeah. We've got all of those washes, and that's what we kind of go back and forth. Um, it really depends on where you are going and what you're going to be doing. So Afghanistan, uh, I mostly wore my Sunto Ambit. Yeah, Ambit 9, I think. X10, sorry. X Sunto X10, and then I upgraded to the Sunto Ambit 3P, right? So that's... That's mostly what I wore in Afghanistan because quartz is sadly more accurate, right? Mm -hmm. um, it provided me with enough features that I could assist the decision making that was going to be happening. So a barometer, for example, right? Yeah, nice. I can look at the barometer and the barometric pressure changes to anticipate bad weather coming in. I, well, I can't do that with my Nectin on or a sub or <laughs> even a marathon, right? Like As I, much I, as I we would love to that. wish that we could, right? <laughs> but we we know that a time and space 
exists for when like if you're working in and out of the embassy um so when i was in jordan uh with my team we worked in around the embassy with president obama and his petra park visit so everyone knows like hey you know fit looking caucasian guys with you know black plastic watches um walking around too oh Okay, uh, that's like a telltale <laughs> sign. So, like, we would change and be like, okay, just if you had an Omega stuff, whatever, wear it, but don't leave, like leave the Sunto and the G Shock at the at the firebase, right? Or at our camp, like wear something a normal day watch person <laughs> would wear. Okay, and then there's been documented instances where guys had to trade watches for a car to be able to get in and out of an area yep. really quickly because you know the Rolexes, the Omegas, like they it's instant value. Yeah. Not gonna yeah. depreciate yeah, 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 yeah. really, right? Like I can go and trade my neck in for a Toyota Hilux in Afghanistan right now to be able to do something if I had to. Right. So it's literally Currency. you're gonna get both into the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sure. So, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. You're you're gonna get both ends. Um especially if you're working at NBC, you're gonna be wearing a, a much nicer watch. Yeah. Hmm. Very cool. So, Very cool. Hope that helps you answer. Yeah, no, definitely. You know, just uh I think people wonder, you know, I think people are just like, Well, you know, am I getting fed a, a load of BS or <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> authenticity is like the king on on social you know that's what it's all yeah. about that is oh, yeah. yeah so yeah even even pan right now right like you're gonna see a lot you see a lot of guys wear panerized who are in the community just because it's a tool watch you can take mm -hmm. a meeting you can you know do a lot of things and still dress nice and dress down Look good, and yeah be able to do what you need it to do and be okay. Right. But. Love it. That's my thoughts on it. Yep. Nice. Very cool, man. Very cool. You heard it. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen, the scoop. The <laughs> scoop. <laughs> also, they wear a lot. They do wear a lot of singing instruments. That's like, yeah, yeah. I can imagine that. I would, yeah, I would assume. <laughs> I can I imagine know, yeah. that for sure, for sure. That's like, like me. Like when I came into the scene and got a buddy of mine who's a he's a cop down in uh, Dallas Fort Worth. He got me turned on to sing, and this was years ago. And I joined the group, and I was like, man, everybody in the military wears these watches, and I've never heard of them. You know, so like that was my thing. Like I thought, like everybody wore those. You know, yeah, but um. Yeah, it's just funny to see the difference, and and uh, even Cody said like depending on region and and you know even uh what you know what branch you're in or or whatever like it's going to be very different you know throughout. So kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So is there uh, anything else you guys want to touch on, talk about, reveal, etc. Before we uh we send this one out? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at you know, anti-watch, watch club. Um, that's, you'll see a lot of content posted daily, a lot of reels posted daily because, you know, we, we have to analyze our metrics to be able to hit our demographics. Um, Facebook, if you want to join, 
just join, you know, we'll, we'll gladly accept anyone. Um, if you want to check out our website, antiwatchclub.org, right, Zach? I don't even yeah, know why our own. Yeah. <laughs> there that's you go. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Antiwatchclub.org. Yep. Yep. What merch we have, you know, there's, there's always things being dropped um, by Alex without Zach or I knowing or anyone else really. <laughs> so uh, you, you never know what you might find on our website. Yeah. There's always something. Yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, we do have, um, we will be at some events coming up. Uh, Cody, what's the one in Georgia coming up? Uh, so it's a kind of notice release party next mm. week that I'll be attending. Um, not for our watch, but for another yeah, yeah. organization. For another watch. one, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'll be there. Uh, we will be, Zach and I will both be at Wind Up in new york yeah, city in, this in year. some capacity i'm not i'm not sure i got i have to talk to you about that later but uh in some capacity we'll be there i don't th- i don't know if we're going to have an actual setup but we will be there so we'll be walking around uh yeah talking, for sure yeah meeting people um may or may not have a booth probably not this year because of finances but uh yeah definitely if you're if you're there or in the area uh we will be there and you never know what you may get if you see slaps across the city and yeah. you take a picture <laughs> with yourself in the slap. Uh, you you never know what you may get in the <laughs> receiving end. Yeah, we had yeah be, we had we had last wind up. We did a um, sticker, yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, I don't know if you saw it the last one, but we basically were running around the city, maybe putting stickers on everything and everywhere. And uh, we basically <laughs> threw on the Instagram, like, if you see one of our stickers, rip a selfie with it and then, you know, tell us where you're at and we'll we'll get you a challenge coin. And we, we met up with one dude and it worked out like he took a picture, he found a sticker of it with a selfie. And then we ended up blanking up and gave him a coin, you know, just like That's funny cool. shit like that. Was cool. Yeah, it's hysterical. That's cool. Yeah, so we, was, we will be continuing that uh, tradition. Nice. Yeah, yeah. love it. Love it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully we will see you guys at Windup. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be there. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, tremendous cause. Definitely check them out. Um, and best of luck. I mean, you guys are doing great work. You're snowballing in the right direction. You know, everything's coming up aces so far. So hopefully that'll continue. And um, you know, hopefully when you guys are running like the badass version of Hodanky, you guys won't forget the little folks like us. And uh <laughs> right. <laughs> We're, pro- we're, we're gonna need someone to do the memes. So that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. That's true. That is true. Let's write a yeah. bros alley. For sure. No, we, we think we appreciate you guys having us on. It's been uh it's been it's been fun and uh it's always good to to talk watches with not normal watch people. So that's cool. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh Schmitty, I guess we'll catch the folks next week, eh? Yes, sir. All right. Laters. Later, later. Sounds good.